Hello and welcome to the Scratching Post, where we discuss all things relating to the greatest team of all, the Geelong Footy Club. My name is Brian Kobok, and tonight I have a very special guest. He's arguably the best-known supporter, not only for Geelong, but across the AFL. He is passionate, flamboyant, and bleeds blue and white, Troy West, a.k.a. Catman. How are you? G'day, Brian. How are you, mate? Yes, I'm going really well. Thanks very much for joining us. No worries, my pleasure. I, I have to correct you on um, the most um, famous or most well-known. I'm probably the most recognised. I wouldn't say the biggest fan. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I'd argue that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, I'll take it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe second to Daryl Summers as the Geelong supporter. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's more famous. Way more famous. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go with that. I'll go take second. <laughs> now, you're obviously a, a passionate cat supporter, Troy. Um, where did that passion come from? Well, in my DNA, mate, my father, Roy West, he played for Geelong back in 1960, joined. He, um, 61, sorry, his first year. And he won a best and fairest in his first year, which is pretty pretty good at Geelong as a fullback. Yep. And he played yep. the 63 Premiership. So I really got no choice to... Um, I've been going since I was a baby and been connected very strongly to the club and, you know, grew up calling, you know, I didn't know they were legends at the time. I was only a kid, but, you know, calling Polly Farmer and all these other Doug Wade, they're all just like just uncles, you know, always around. And but now I look back and think, well, they were pretty well known. So, yeah. <laughs> so in, in my blood, mate, so I had no choice. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I envy that because I, I love, love hearing stories about um, the old footballers, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was great, great, great times. But as you said, you grew up with it. So it was a pretty unique lifestyle. Um, There's a lot of, you know, back in those days, um, without saying too much, um, there wasn't so much, uh, so many uh, cameras, I should say, on players and phones. And they got away with a lot more and caused a lot lot of, um, you know, all the players, a lot of it, you know, they're out partying and drinking with their mates and, you know, coming home late. So it wasn't a lot of fun as a football family. Yeah, not for the um, family members. The players was great, but not the family. <laughs> <laughs> I, can I can understand that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah you've uh, adopted the uh, the person uh, uh, cat man on match days, and and occasionally uh, midweek as well. We see on your uh, social media that um, you like getting out and about in the, in the kit. Hey, where did the idea of cat man come from? Well, it came from. A, I, Actually, Dad played in. Uh, they played an exhibition match in. Um, it was Hawaii, actually, back in '63 against uh, Melbourne, and they got blazers given to them, and it was a really beautiful um, emblem on Dad's jacket, and it just sat in the cupboard. And I had this um, denim vest over top of a leather jacket back in 1992, it was I think, '92, yeah. And I sewed it onto the. <coughs> sorry, I got a cold. I sewed it onto the jacket, and I thought, oh, I'm going to add, add to it, and. So it wasn't actually an idea to be Catman, it's just this badge started adding and adding and adding and I ran out of room. So I thought, oh, I've got no more room, got nowhere to put anything. So I changed the leather jacket to a denim jacket of Dad's he had. So I put, started doing the arms, adding everything I could Geelong and then it, I thought that'll do. Then it got to the pants and I thought, I'm not doing makeup or hair, you know, and then that started. So it's just like an addiction and yep. then it just grew. And I was walking along at the footy one day and one guy yelled, he's strange, he was like, hey, Catman, he just nicknamed me Catman. So that's where it came from. A guy in the crowd walking past me, it's all it was, he said, Catman. 
Yep. And I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. And that sort of spread from that. So that's how it all began. So it started from a little little tiny badge of dads. Yeah. Patch, so sorry. Patch. I, I remember as a, as a teenager going to the, uh, the uh, 92, 94 and 95 grand finals. And um, we put a bit of face paint on and made some hats and yeah. white scars for my brother and sister and stuff. But um, yeah, we didn't take it to your level. That's for sure. <laughs> no, 92 was my um, grand finals. My first airing is... Um, the cat man, I did. I went full on, had these big 70s platforms. I still got them to this day. And um, I painted them blue and white. And um, I looked like a fairly. <coughs> Sorry, mate, I got a cold. I looked like a fairly. Um, look like someone yelled at Priscilla Queen of the MCG, which would be fun. But um, <laughs> we, we, we lost miserably. So it wasn't it, wasn't it? wasn't a good start, mate. No. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, it wasn't very good. So I, I, yeah, I started doing it back in 92. And then I did it only in finals. And then. I started doing it at the blockbuster games as the years went on, and then I ended up doing it every week. So I now feel like it's like snowballed into this thing. I have, feel like I have to do it as well as luckily I want to do it. But it's, um, some days I just want to go as Troy, and I think, and I think, oh, I'll just go as Troy today. And I think, then I'll get a message from someone from um, Cooktown or Cat York or um, Dale and say, look, I'm coming down with me with kids to the game. We've been dying to meet Catman. Um, can we have a photo? I thought, oh, I better do it. So it's sort of like that. I'll do it for the kids now mainly in the fans because they just yeah. love it and i love to doing yeah. it for them yeah, I, my, yeah. My, we walked past you one day and my uh, my son saw you and he pulled you out he loved it too so yeah it was great yeah <coughs> yeah look i'll get a, i'll get a bit of stick of course but some kids i get kids that cry like run behind their parents legs but <laughs> no, i do i do because i got fangs i wear these big fangs and uh, i've got claws and you know like committed and i'm six foot three nearly without any in bare feet so in shoes and high shoes i got I'm nearly seven, eight, six, about six, nine, I am, six, eight. Yeah, very so impressive. <laughs> yeah, so I, I sort of got down and talked to them. So, look, I'm a really friendly cat, and they end up cuddling me and loving it and getting photos. So, yeah. it's all part of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it must must take you a, um, a fair time um, to get ready. So, who does your makeup for you, and how long does it take? Well, I'm actually a qualified makeup artist. So, I do my own makeup, and I'm very uh, – I come from the Boy George era, which is um culture club back in the 80s. So, I've got a history of putting on makeup, looking like a clown. So um, I got new talent from. I got natural talent, but I've, um, I'm trained as well. But I was already good at it. But that's one thing I can do really well: apply makeup. So it sort of um, came from that. And I'm very creative. And we had a bed and breakfast for me and my partner for 20 years, and it was very conservative. And we get a lot of rich clients, and I couldn't be outlandish in that field because I've got to look after rich clients. And um, so I had to. Down. So I needed an outlet for my creativity. So this Catman outlet was also what drove, drew me into that Catman persona to sort of create, have a creativity outlet as well. So that's yeah. why I'm often sewing and painting and creating and designing things, yeah, for Catman. So spending a lot of money, mind you. Yeah. Just yeah. Got, I, just got a pair, I just got a pair of $500 platform boots made, like glam rock boots made from the like 70s, like, you know, T-Rex. I, I saw that. Do you don't have any um, clothing sponsors or anything that? Um, <laughs> no, that no, mate. My, no, it's all in my own pocket. Five hundred bucks of those bloody shoes, and they're custom made in custom made in Mexico. So they, <laughs> they don't fold, but it would be nice to be endorsed and bloody covered. But no, no, no. no. Well, well, next I'd like to talk to you about um, social media. Now you've got a pretty big profile. Um, like, sorry, mate. I forgot to, sorry, I forgot to tell you. Didn't ask you a question. No, I take it takes me two and a half hours to get ready. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and three and a half all up. So, um, wow. I, 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 three hours all up. And then I have to get on a bus and travel two hours. So, I have to get ready very early. So, if it's a, 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 a twilight game, I have to get ready about nine o'clock, start getting ready at nine. 
Yeah, right. Crazy. That's crazy. That's anyway. a, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. No, that's all right. Yeah, no, it's my um. I, I, I couldn't do that. I, I just put my beanie on and... Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes I wish I could do it. I look at people and go, why can't, why can't I just do that? I did it the other week, actually, the first time because we had a 110, a 140 game. I thought, there's no way I'm getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I can't do it. So I, I gave it up and just went as Troy. And then I'd get everyone going, oh, where's he? I didn't recognise you at your makeup. You know, so that, that gets me as much attention so I'm not used to it. Yeah. yeah, so next, next yeah. I'd like to talk to you about um, uh, social media. You've got a pretty big profile. I Facebook stalked you and see so you've got over 1,200 followers. I'm, I'm assuming you're on other mediums and you've got a similar following. Uh, no, you... no, I don't. I don't. No, because, no I've, only got, I've only got Facebook. Oh, Facebook. I've, okay. So I've, what do you like? Sorry? What do you like about being on the uh, social media forums with regards to your... Uh, well, being, being a natural performer, I should have been on stage, but I missed my calling. Um, the school careers advisor told me there's a dog who's full of um, people trying to get into theatre choice, so that put me right off. And I shouldn't have listened, I should have done it, but I didn't. But anyway, so I, I love having a platform, I love being on stage. Technically, Facebook's my stage, so oh. that's, that's my theatre. So having an audience um, for my carry on is what sort of I love about it, but it also brings a lot of detractors, a lot of heat, a lot of hate. I get a lot of hate online, and I was going to talk about that with you, with you, with you next. Because yeah. um, yeah. from what I what I see browsing the um, the social mediums, people seem to either love you, love to hate you, or just plain hate you. Um, I've seen yeah. Yeah, I've seen numerous gifs of your emotional reactions, and also seen that there's actually a page dedicated to you from a throng of haters. I'm not going to mention the name of what it's called, but it's it's not a, a good. Um, no, no um, I've also seen derogatory posts about you, and so how does this make you feel? Um, look, I, I used to really annoy me, but then I, then I, I thought, because um, I've got really broad shoulders, really thick skin, and I, I say, if you accept something fully about yourself, and, and nothing can get to you. So if you know your truth, nothing can get to you. That's what I say. And they can call me AIDS, AIDS faggot. I won't say too much swearing, but they say the worst things you can possibly like, you can imagine. I can't want to even go into it, but I just think, well, it's not my truth. You know, I, you know, I'm, I haven't got all that, and I'm not that. So, um, and if you call me derogatory names about being gay, well, I accept that that I'm a gay man, and I'm an open gay man. I've been in a relationship for 25 years yep. with my partner, and and I've got a very average, normal life apart from my cat man. So, what if you can say to me it just rolls off me? It doesn't. Like, they don't know that though. The problem is this stuff makes people neck yourself. You know, yeah. if I took, if I took to heart what I've said about me, I would, I'd be strung up long ago. It just. It has such a wearing effect, but I don't let them get to me. My theory is I let it just roll off my back, and I've got very broad shoulders. I've got thick skin. I'm, I've got a, I had a very strong mum and dad upbringing. I've got a partner that's really tough. So I'm, I've been made very tough, so I can handle anything. I've been through the 80s, bored Georgia in Geelong in the streets, copped everything, given everything. So I've got very tough skin, street smart. So you can say anything you want to me, and it just rolls straight off me. I think, well, you don't know my truth. And then I say to them, the more you hate, the more my star shines. So you're giving me attention. I love attention. Do you realise you're giving me attention? It's negative, but it's still attention. Yeah. I hate anonymity. I hate being anonymous and, and, and I hate being invisible. You're giving me visibility. So thank you. Thank oh. you, I say to them. And they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, what can you say to that? Yeah, it'd be stumped for words, that's for sure. I'm, I'm glad that, because um, I do see, so I'm on social media a lot and I do see that sort of stuff and I, I've often wondered how you felt about it because for me, I, I, I wouldn't like it, that's for sure. Yeah, but I, I, having... 
I can't play the victim too much, um, Brian, because I, I have got a big mouth and look, I've got all these things working against me for that because you either love me, as you said, you either love me or you hate me. There's nothing There's nothing in between with me. My people that hate me hate me really well and my friends adore me and they're just like, like an army of support and love and because I'm really good to them, but the ones that hate, I'm really bad to, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm very opinionated. I've got a big mouth and like in the, in the, in the, in the schoolyard, like, you know, you, you can put down the gay man. He runs off crying, you know, all these wristed jokes and he runs off crying, you're battering, you're punching. But because I fight back, they've got nothing to say back to me. So they, then they start threatening me, yeah. but I don't want, you know, that's, I don't get into that anymore. I just, I, I ignore them now, but the prop, the problem is, um, so I just lost my train of thought. Um, yeah. So I just have to, have to wear it and I just they don't get to me and that's I just lost my train of thought sorry Brian um yeah so I have to if I let it get to me I'd be as I said I'd be long gone but the, the sad thing is they don't um they don't know that I'm strong you know so they give me all this crap and I'm, I've seen some shocking especially when those gifts came out and and sports bets sports bet um Facebook page put use that gif a lot you know come as a promotion to get and a hate on there like they just call me a flog and like I just know they don't know me. So you can't be a flog if you don't know someone. Yeah. How can you call me a flog? So I just know, I know my truth. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So happy with yourself and, and, um, yeah, I love, yeah. I love who I am. I love who I am. But as I said, that's what I was saying. I've got a really big mouth and you know, there's lots of things working against me. I've got that. I've got a opinionated. I, I'm, I'm gay. There's, I, I dress up like a freak, like a clown cat man, not freak, but I've got a lot of these things. And if you're and society, doesn't embrace that society or, or likes us all to be, um, all the one, same thinking, same everything, sheep mentality. If you stand out in society, you cop. No matter what, whether it's me or a transgender or a, you know, a drag queen or a whatever, if you stand out in the society, you cop it. And if you've got a big mouth and you stand up for yourself, you're even worse. So yeah, that, that's how, um, and I, that's what it is. I know why it is. You know, there's a lot of homophobia there. Not of all of them, you know, say, call me names, but I know that a lot of that um, prejudice is from me being a flamboyant gay man. Yeah. I'm not stupid. Um, last year, after the Cats were knocked out of the uh, finals, you jumped on the Tiger bandwagon. Uh, we, we saw you on the on national TV dressed up in the Tiger colours as AKA perhaps Tiger Man. Um, what sort of reaction did you get? Well, that was the Today Show got me on. I'd already been on a few weeks before, and they said we they booked me in for, to be on again. And that was when we lost. The last thing I want to do. But after being bundled out of the finals, was going as cat. Now, I was, was not moving. I thought, right, I'll, I'm going to support the Tigers. I hated the Crows. I thought I'll, I'll support the Tigers. Not a huge fan of them either, but I thought they're the less of the two evils. Yeah. And I've got a lot of really good, really good Richmond friends, really, really good people. And that was my reason for, for doing it. I thought, well, they want me on air. I'm dressing as Troy is going to be stupid. Catman, I, I thought I'll go as Tiger Man. Yep. Uh, yeah. Look, it was probably 30 percent for it, you know, saying like pretty cool is into the, because we all have a pick a team in the finals, don't we, in the grand final when we, yeah. our team's bundled out, so, but I went to that extra step, but I got, I got a lot of hate for it, I reckon damaging the Catman brand, um, get off the Cat Tigers bandwagon, we don't want you, there was a lot of, a lot of hate, but you know, people just got to lighten the hell up, it was one off, you know, one five minute interview, I didn't go to the football like that on the grand final. I did get a ticket to the granny and I, people going, oh, yeah, 3W rang me up, going, oh, are you going to come on as a Tiger man to the footy? He said, no, I'm not a Tigers fan. I don't want to get in front of it. I don't want to be in front of the paper as Tiger man. No, that's unfair to the Tigers fans because yeah. I don't want to be in the front of the paper as Catman, Tiger man, and then taking it off a real fan. So that's why, that's out of respect, I went as Troy to the grand final. So, yeah. 
Don't worry about did. I've been hindsight after the crap I got. <laughs> that was a one one off five minute, and then like the crap I got for it was just oh, still I still get it now like Tiger Man stuff. Yeah, still. If um, would you consider dressing up as another team's mascot if Geelong don't um make the grand final this year? Oh, people have asked me. Well, it depends. Uh, probably not. No, no, no. not. Again, I don't think. No, that was a that was a stupid one off. <laughs> no, only Catman mates already hard work with the makeup. I just it was actually a huge effort to put tiger makeup on. I tell you, looked yeah. like I had jaundice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yellow. Drinking <laughs> 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 problem. So, do you have an all-time favourite player? Yeah, I do. Um, Paul Chapman. Um, he was an all-round. He had a bit of grunt in him as well. He wasn't soft. Um, Ablett Senior, but you know, I've been bashed about this before, but Abbott's seen, I mean, I was there every week, week in, week out, and I watched him play, and people forget, like, when legendary players roll on, the legend gets bigger and bigger, but I can remember many, um, many days, many games where he didn't do much at all, and then he'd have a flash and have the amazing, and then he'd have another two weeks of nothing, and I saw that, it was up and down, so I loved his flashness, he's the best ever I've seen with his unbelievable, like, what he did was unbelievable. But as far as consistent week in, week out, week in effectiveness and toughness and, and all-round football was chappy to me. Yeah, right. And Buddha Hocking. Right. And Buddha Hocking. Yeah, yeah. Buddha was, Buddha was one yeah, of my favourites too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they had grunt in them. There's another word it rhymes with grunt, I won't say. But they have that real, um, that real grunt in them, that um, just that extra bit, you know, that, that fight. They're tough. They're, they're fierce. They're just storm through packs. If we had a team of that, of, of that calibre, we'd be... Like premiers, no doubt. Yeah, that was and they're my, they're, tough. they're my they're my two they're my two favourites, three favourites. Senior as well. Senior for his was a superstar, but not each week. I'm talking regularly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now, your uh, favourite Geelong Footy Club moment? Well, I well you can't go past 2007 because you know the last premiership we won, my dad was in, so that was pretty. Um, everyone was pretty much about that. So that. That feeling of a drought break was, was so surreal. There's been nothing that can compare to it. So I'd say 2007, but as far as a shock win goes, 2009, and then being the pies was just super. But my dad was dying of cancer. He died eight weeks after the 2011 grand final. So that was a bit of sweet win. So yep. not great memories there, but I'd say 2007 was the most spectacular feeling and surrealness. When did yeah. you um, finally breathe that sigh of relief to say we've won this grand final, that, that the drought has well, been broken. When when did well, you? We're, well, we were, three quarter time was banned. Three quarter time, I said to my friend, "Oh, I'm getting so excited." She goes, "Troy," I said, "She goes, I don't want to count our chickens." But I've watched this from twelve goals down, up lose a game. So we've been twelve goals up and lost a game. It was the Eagles, I think, um, the year before in '06, I think it was. So she's going, "I'm not going to get rid of." It. I said, "Liz, we're thirteen goals in front, three quarter time, <laughs> nearly three quarter time." She goes. Not yet, Troy. I said, well, I'm, I'm, I knew it. So it was three-quarter time. I just started, oh, just it was all, everyone was so emotional. And it's like that break of, you know, that drought. It's that feeling of desperation being through the 90s. It was just, we almost just got there every single time. We got there and just never could do it. So to actually get there and do it and do it with a 119-point victory. And people say it was a boring grand final. Not when you're Geelong support. It was to watch a, a team dismantle a machine like Geelong. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Dismantle a team and make them look so pathetic and inept. And because Port weren't that bad, I can tell you, we were so such superstars. Yeah. So that that see St Kilda game we could have lost. So we were probably the second best side that year. So 
but being that uh, that 07, but my favourite year was 08, apart from the grand final. We had, that was we only lost one game. We had yeah. the best year ever. It was like smashing teams left, right, centre, smashed um, Eagles in Perth by 130 something points. It was just every week was just records broken. So that whole year 08 was my favourite year, but not the final. Grand final. And don't we still hear about it? So I'll probably move on to the uh, next question of your most hated team. Well, you know, look, it used to be the traditional Collingwood, Hawthorne, because you know what you do when you catch, but it's really funny, like when you get on social media, you meet like, such amazing people from these clubs and these cheer squads, and it sort of uh, dampens your hate for them. Don't it's sort of weird. Weird. I know it does, but look. Like, like pure unadulterated hate. It's probably um, Collingwood. Cause I got, although I've got a lot of good friends and they're really good people, but I just have this thing of just rubbing in my face whenever they win and whenever we lose. Not even to them. It's just every time we lose, they just like rubbing like dog crap in your face every time. And I thought, so they make you hate them. It's not so much the team. It's it's them and Hawthorne, of course, because of the pain they've caused us. But I've gone from a desperate hatred of Hawthorne to a, a really begrudging respect because they've been just amazing, amazingly run. They've, they've been a fantastic team. And who doesn't want a Hawthorne and Geelong, you know, final? Because we just put on such a good show. They're the best yeah. games every year. Yeah, and every time it's just... And I really admire Hawthorne. I've gone from desperate hatred to um, admiration of them. So probably if I'm watching the footy, I always want Collingwood to lose. I don't know. Even in my heart when I'm trying to... If they're playing Adelaide over there and I don't like Adelaide, I still think, oh, good, Collingwood are losing. So it's just ingrained in me to hate them. So Collingwood, my friend. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, finally, um, we're sitting sort of maybe better than what ex- expected with the injuries we've had. But I think at the start of the year, we expected us to be sort of in the, in the top four mix. Where do you think we'll, we'll finish this year? In the minor premiership league or the... Yeah. <laughs> I suppose on the on the ladder, round twenty two, where do you think we'll finish? Final round. Um few games to go. I, I'd say we'd I reckon fourth. Fourth or fifth. I'd not yeah, between fourth and fifth. I don't think much higher. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got a bit of a um yeah. I wouldn't say much higher, not the way too many injuries and inconsistencies and I mean I'm hoping and praying because we're up there as long as we're in there like you don't know what happens on the day the week, Geelong can be spectacular but then they can play like they do against Essendon yes you know yeah, so disappointing. <laughs> and they play like and they play like superstars you know and we and last week's game against Richmond I don't care what you say they only wrestled us out of that in the last quarter we kept it up them and and for so-called fantastic premiership side and we we're meant to be not so good I reckon we were Apart from the last quarter, the better team on the day. Yeah, I, I thought we, we played pretty well too. I thought we. Oh well. yeah, we didn't get we didn't get smacked. No. Nah. You know, I think they did really well. So, and that's with a lot of injuries. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, well, Troy, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, and we'd love to have you on again, maybe later on in the year. Um, yeah. Like thank, thank all the Geelong fans for watching. We appreciate your feedback and encourage your participation on our Facebook page. If you have any topics cool, you'd like addressed, um, let us know and we'll discuss again on the show. Thanks again. See you soon and go cats. Go cats. Thanks, mate. Go cats. Go <laughs> John. See ya. Thank Thanks. you guys. Bye. Thanks.